This is the 99% Healthy Podcast with Bobby and Michelle. Hey, hey, welcome to the 99% Healthy Podcast. Hi, Bobby. Hello, how are you? Good. We are episode 22 today. All right. I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. Oh, yeah, there you go. Are you feeling 22? Right now, I'm feeling quite a bit older than 22. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little, a little. A little sore from my day's activities. I know you're like you're like really sunburned today too. What'd you do today? Oh, I spent some time outside chasing a little white ball on a place that has a lot of grass. Golfing. Golf. Otherwise known as golfing. Yeah. Yes. It was a good good day. Good. It was a very good day for golfing. Good. Yeah. I'm glad it was beautiful here today. Starting to feel like springtime. It's warming up. It was nice to get out and do things. Yeah. Instead of just sitting at home, like, oh, it's another 30 degree and rainy day. In well, spring. hopefully those days are behind us now. It looks like the forecast is looking like it's going to be warming up here in the Northeast, um, which I'm very thankful for. I did not yeah. spend the day outside, although I wish that I did. I was in the car and also I went to uh, to see our kids play at school today. We went last night, but I went again today because yeah. it was that good. High school, high, high school, school musical. musical time. It was that, that good. That time of the year for our schools. It's a big deal. I mean, I think it's a big deal in a lot of areas, but I've just always felt that like in the Northeast U.S., it's a pretty big deal to yeah. have your, your your school musical season. Yeah. So our kids are involved. Our our son is uh, in the orchestra and our daughter is in stage crew. So they're both kind of behind the scenes, but it's just really a cool thing to see so much talent. And I actually said to the kids, this, this is how I know we're getting old, because I said to the kids, the actors seemed so little to me, like they just seemed young. And I think they're like the same age as our kids. So yeah. I don't know what that means. But but it was they did Little Shop of Horrors this year. It was very well done. So, so much talent. And so we went, Bobby and I went to see it last night together. But I went back to get see it again today. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So did you see, um, did you see my friend Jay's wife there? I didn't see her, no. Yeah, Pam. I think she went today. And Jay went the other night with Ella Rose. It was, it was a good times. Yeah. It was good times. Everyone everyone kind of went there and enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was telling them today on the golf course, I was like, it's like, that's a story I really never saw before. It was new to me. So you never saw Little Shop of Hearts? Like you didn't see the movie when you were a kid? No. It was not one of those things that like crossed my path of something that I should watch. Interesting. I so, knew I knew the storyline, but I I knew bits and pieces of it because I couldn't remember. I was like a, a kid when I mean, it I knew out. it existed. And I'm pretty sure I knew it was a musical because, I mean... I've been to quite a few musicals. Oh, yeah. It has been the musicals. Rick Moranis was in the movie. Remember Rick Moranis? Oh, Rick Moranis was awesome. Yeah, he was in the movie. He played Seymour in the movie. He was and... in so much awesomeness, and it's you can't even. Yeah, like, right. Think like about Ghostbusters, it. Honey, oh, I Shrunk the Kids. Ghostbusters, Spaceballs. Oh yeah, Spaceballs. Oh yeah. Um, oh, there's other ones. They're slipping off my head right now. But anyway, it was yeah. good. So I went to see that. You went golfing. So we were busy. But the weather is changing. And speaking of plants, not that we were speaking of plants, but Little Shop well, of Horrors is plant. about plants. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you today about our garden. Ooh, yes. yes. So we've had gardens in the past. And any of you guys out there that are listening, have you gardened before? And uh, we would love to hear about your experience. Please write in and tell us about it because we are, I don't know, we're not professional gardeners. Well, there's 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 many areas of, of gardening to cover, right? And we do a lot of it. We have like um, uh, plants and flower beds around the house 
for, you know, aesthetic things. And we also have on and off have had a vegetable garden. On and off. On and off. Let's took on off last off. year. We, you're, well, in our before we moved here to our current home, we did have an, a cute little one in our backyard in our old house. And then we moved here and you he put one so far away from the house that you couldn't, like you had to drag the hose back there. It was just, I, I understand your idea of keeping it far away from the house, but it was like too far away from the house. So yes, last year we didn't, last year we away. just let it grow and it's all full of weeds. That's actually partially true. Last year you grew some vegetables in giant planters. Yes. Last year I did planters did on planters. the deck. Yeah. And, um, and that was an experience. Yeah. But now that our backyard is starting to take shape and we're, we're getting pieces of it put together. We have our pool in there now, and we've got a fence, so now we're able – we've got a deck, so now we, we can plan it a little bit better because there's more of a vision. So we're going to be putting in a garden this year, right? Right, we are. Yes. But this, but this also like – so then, okay, there's the act of putting in the garden, which we can do. That's just, you know, moving the earth and making it work. But I think the, the biggest challenge is what exactly do you grow? Like what what is your – vegetable garden staples that you have to grow because one, there are things you like and two, usually they're pretty good at growing them. That's like or, a hard thing. Well, no, it's not hard. There are things that are easier to grow than others. Um, I mean, let's think of it this way. So for years, I always planted a bunch of bell pepper plants. Yeah. Right. I feel like bell peppers take forever. I think their they germination do. is like 70 days. Some of them are 60 days. Well, what one thing I learned Oh, what's that, that I didn't know until you started growing peppers was that green peppers and red peppers are the same. You just have to leave them on the vine longer. Yeah, that's true. They're kind of just grown longer so and like, they change their colors. You just grow a bell pepper and then the longer you leave it on there, it starts to turn red. And the same thing with your jalapenos that you grew too, which I didn't even know jalapenos could turn red, but yours did. I think they got dark and they started to change some colors, but I think traditionally you would pull the jalapeno when it's like mostly just like green and ready to go. We had like an abundance of jalapenos. We 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 were like giving that we couldn't give them away. But I think, you know, if I'm going to grow some peppers this year, I think I'd like to grow some like, like little baby hot peppers, like hot chili peppers and stuff like that. Red hot chili peppers. Spicing recipes (laughs) and things like that. Okay. I would do that. Um, Cucumbers. We've had had eggplants. uh, Now I love to grow eggplant. Um, that is one thing that I like to grow every year. That one comes up a little late in the season. Sometimes I, I'll even be picking eggplants off in October. Uh, and that's one I will eat. I have a problem, though, and I, I was telling my friends at the gym about this. I can't eat the stuff I grow in my garden. Is that weird? I feel because like because you're like you're growing it, and then but you don't really have like this 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 you don't haven't connected to like what am I going to do with these things once I have them? Well, yeah, because then you have like an abundance. I, last year I had an abundance of peppers. Like I, I didn't even want to pick them because there was so many of them. I didn't have a plan for them. Um, one year we had like so many cherry tomatoes. I couldn't like I didn't know what to do with them. So many. That was good year because I made um and they weren't cherry tomatoes. They were plum tomatoes, and I had. I made homemade homemade. Uh, no, I'm sauce talking about those. the year that we had the the yellow tomatoes. They were yellow. They were like I don't know what, oh, I don't remember what variety they were. Okay, but they were little tiny yellow like cherry tomatoes, and they were delicious. But like my gosh, I didn't need a thousand of them. So then last year we tried to grow fewer tomatoes, and I grew them in the pots, and then like they didn't really yield a lot of tomatoes at all, which is another thing that I don't understand. But listeners, maybe you do. There's like this germination thing where like the plants will grow better if they're planted with certain plants. 
they have to be able to, um, like, germinate? Is that the right word? Well, that's just like growing from a seed. Okay. So what's the word? Would they have to I don't pollinate, know. cross-pollinate? I, I, there's, there are certainly some species that need cross-pollination for them to, for their flowers to grow and then bear fruit. But I, I don't think any of the vegetables that we have require having a different type of fruit or vegetable near it. And then, well, the guy that lives behind us, man, he has like, his garden is unbelievable. It's it's bigger than our swimming pool, I think. Well, he has and, it just on the ground. Oh, yeah. It's easily, it's easily. And he puts like flowers in there. 50 and stuff by too. 50. Yeah, it's huge. And he has these nice big rows and um, he grows, he has, he grows sweet corn, um, what else have you seen over there? Then Tomatoes. why don't we need a garden? Why don't we just go over to his and ask him if we can just crop share? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he cans. Like if you have a big garden like that. Oh, yeah. That's do, another thing. Canning. I never got into canning. Right. But some people do it and they're so good you're at it. You're into buying mason jars. I do love to buy mason jars. But you're not into the canning But I don't part. like canning. Yeah. But so I've... I think you could, I think we could work something out here. I don't, maybe, you know? maybe. You know? Because I think a lot of what you could do is if you were to grow, like, let's, let's, oh, remember in the old house, we had the big strawberry patch? Yes. Right? Yeah. And so, like, that's something where you could totally, um, you know, grow strawberries and you can can them. I've seen recipes for, like, making making the most awesome strawberry preserves. And it's, like, the easiest recipe in the world. It's literally, like, dice up your... Um, not dice, I'm sorry, half your strawberries and just slowly cook them on low heat and add a little sugar and then they slowly caramelize. And, and then you put like, them in a can? So is it like preserves? And then you, well, then you can just jar it. You jar it, you jar it properly. Side note, I just saw something on TikTok or a reel or something and the, the it, I don't know, I was just scrolling through it and, it and I don't usually do that, but I did today. And they said to take all of your fruit and they actually showed a strawberry that had like a blemish on it. And they said, take your fruit and you can like dehydrate it. You like put it in the blender and make it like a liquid, like a puree. And then you um, put it on like a pan and put it in your oven on low to like dehydrate it. And it turns into fruit leather, like, like a fruit roll up. Oh, okay. I'm like, I, I should try that. So did you know that our toaster oven that you hate, I hate that toaster oven. It has a dehydrate mode. Oh, don't I'll I'll mess it up. Don't no, even. No. I don't even use that toaster oven. But but you so it's just a really long even low heat. So like it's like I, I don't know, it's probably like below 100 degrees, but it's like 100 degrees or 110 degrees. And you just put stuff in there and, and it you dehydrates. And you put the things it. in there to dehydrate it and then after a certain period of time, um and I'm sure there's tons of dehydrating recipes on the internet that I'll, would be like I'll mess them up. Perfect. I don't follow recipes. You know that. Sometimes I can't grow. I can't grow a garden. I tell people actually, like you know, my house plants are barely alive. <laughs> but I tell people it's no wonder that my children they need plant food. You know, are alive. You still. know, proof soil. So that was the other thing. He was walking around the house the other day watering the plants, and I was. He had bought these um, these Miracle Grow. They're like little sticks of Miracle Grow fertilizer. Yeah, they're like your little like um, they're like you know, single serving. They're like my pink drink, pink except drink. they're miracle, like for real miracle, miracle girl. And so he was walking around the downstairs, and he was putting 
miracle. He was watering the plants with this miracle grow solution. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm feeding your plants because they're dying. <laughs> and I said, oh, I already did that. Like a couple of weeks ago, I gave the miracle grow. I doubled it. Like I, t- I think actually I took three of those. Oh yeah. Packets. The other reason why they may not be doing so well. <laughs> so I, I'm like, okay, well, how much of this packet do I need to use? And then it's like, oh, Indoor plants. Use one packet for two gallons. It's just of a water. suggestion. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> it's just. This is a why suggestion. we can't have nice things. This is. This is you why we're not going to have a garden right? after so all. So, what's our what's the watering pitcher we use? Two quarts, people. That's a half gallon. I put three sticks of Miracle Grow in there. That was plenty. So, no, wait, you're missing the entire comment of this bloody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just... wait. So wait. Let's just let's just be very clear here, okay? One whole pack, okay, in a two quart container is already. Is that four times? It's already four times. You too lost much. me. I don't. Four I... times too much. You should use a quarter of a packet, in the for all the plants in my hole downstairs. No, per pitcher. Whatever. It's I fed them they're good for a while. No, it's not how it works. Okay. <laughs> Feed me some more. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like like you, the equivalent amount of food you gave them is just like if you're like a um uh serial killer and you're just like bringing the bodies back to back to Audrey too. <laughs> like multiple bodies we a have, day. We have little shop of horrors on the brain. This is this conversation. But that's your equivalent of like how you overfed you're right. the I understand. The poor I understand. And the plants are dying. I'm drowning in food. I want some water, please. I'm parched here. That does not sound like a bad problem to have. I don't know. It's just funny. So. So, okay. So we're going to have a garden or not. I mean, obviously, it's going to be up to you to make this happen because I kill everything. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of work to make done. So, I mean, we can... We can figure that out when we get there. So we're actually going to dig up the earth and create a new garden from where there is currently grass, right? That's the plan? that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. I think we should maybe um, time lapse it and put it on Instagram for our listeners. Well, then if you handle the photography, I guess. Then I don't have to handle the gardening part. Oh, no, you'll handle the garden part, too. You got to be part of it all. It's a team effort. You want to be able to have that firsthand experience to bring it to our wonderful listeners. Right? I can bring it to them without doing it. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you have to have that really, truly. All right. So what are we going to grow? You want to grow peppers, tomatoes? I, I definitely want to do tomatoes. I'm not so sure if I care about pe- peppers because. I feel like we always have way too many peppers. And I just think peppers are just easy enough to go buy in a store. Like, Eggplant, squash. I'll, I'll stop at somebody else's farm stand for peppers. Right. So maybe we need to get with some neighbors or like friends. Eggplant. And, and maybe. The lettuce was convenient. We were able to lettuce. pull the lettuce. Okay. Let's talk about the lettuce. Yeah. So we, really I loved the lettuce. lettuce last year. Here's why. If you guys have ever grown lettuce in your garden, first of all, first of all, if you've never had fresh lettuce in a salad, like right from your garden, you have never had anything like this in your life. It is, it's like no salad you've ever had in your life. It's the best tasting, most fresh lettuce you've ever had. Just the same as like a tomato. The first, I remember the first time I ever had like a tomato right out of the garden. There is nothing like it. It's so delicious. Um, so. The lettuce, the cool thing about the lettuce is if you buy like a little thing of romaine and you know like how what romaine looks like when you get it at the store and it like it comes in the, I don't know how you want to call it, but it's like the a heart. tall, like yeah, the heart. Well, if you plant a romaine, I don't know what you call it. I always buy them starters from the farm and I plant it. Yeah. 
when the leaves come off, if you don't pull straight from the leaf, the stalk will continue to grow and the leaves will continue to grow. So like by the end of the season, our romaine was like five feet tall. Yeah, but I don't think like... You, I, I just kept taking the leaves so off of it. You're not drawing the right picture. You're, as they grow to a certain size, you're taking the leaves off of the stalk. Right. And it continues to grow and give you more lettuce. Right. Correct. Yes. So, yes, that's what I was getting at. It keeps growing. As long as you don't, like, touch, it's like the center leaves. As long as you don't touch the ones in the center, it's going to keep It grows producing. from the center and then it goes, they go out. Yeah. And new ones come in the center. So then you're, then you've got this, like, stalk sticking out of the ground, but the leaves are still coming off of it from the top. So it's kind of, it, it keeps reproducing. It's not like a thing that you plant it and you just don't have it. Same thing with Brussels sprouts. Remember one year we had Brussels sprouts? I think we didn't even, they took a long, long time to come in. It was like October. I don't ever remember making Brussels sprouts. Yeah, we had Brussels sprouts in the old house. I don't think we ate them. I don't know. They no. were interesting to see them grow. And the other thing I've always wanted to grow is asparagus. Somebody told me that once you grow asparagus, it's super easy to maintain. It's just digging the trench and putting the asparagus in. And then you just like run over it with your lawnmower. Like they say, it's very, very hardy. I've always wanted to grow asparagus. Really? Asparagus is like that super hardy? Yes. But it's not okay. hardy the first year. The, like the first year, it's oh, okay. very delicate. And then after that, it's very hardy. That's too much because I'm already reeling from this winter where I've lost... Oh, my fig tree. You lost your fig tree. My fig tree died. I know. I'm so it sad. It died hard. It did. It, so I'm wondering if it's the same cause as why the skip laurel got beat up this winter. Is It's wind. in a very open area. Wind, And the yeah. wind damage just really rocked it. And this year it was like, well, I should say at the end of, of last fall, it had borne some fruit. They weren't big enough yet to to eat. But the tree was, what is it, about three years old, that tree is, yeah, was? Yeah, it, it got to a decent size. Well, seven foot. It was over over my head. Yeah. And I I guess I should have wrapped it, and I didn't. And it's just kind of like one of those things where it's kind of my fault. But you did burlap wrap it the first couple of years when it was small. It was. I burlap wrapped it two and years ago. And then it, it really, actually, it produced a couple of figs last year. And a lot then... of figs, actually. They weren't big enough for, you know. To, to, to pull and eat. And this year it just isn't happy. No, so it's it's a done donner. I'm gonna have to get a replacement. Oh, wow. There's I saw a sign somewhere. There's fig trees around. I, and here. I may relocate where I plant it. I think it needs to be in a more protected That's area. That's the second tree you killed since we moved into this house. Who was the first the Oh tree. the pear tree. The pear tree died too. Oh but the pear tree died for a different reason. We think that the pear tree died because deer rubbed up against it and shredded its bark and then it got a disease, insect disease because the bark got shredded. So the deer rubbed their antlers against it. Really? We yeah. have deer? Yeah, they come through. Not I'm, a lot, but they come through. Yeah, I yeah, okay. Well. So, and that tree never recovered from its bark getting damaged. Oh. So. I understand. Maybe we should get we should have given it 3 vials of Miracle-Gro. Oh, three, <laughs> 3 tubes of Miracle-Gro. <laughs> it would have yeah. been just fine. It would have just been fine. Right. It's, it's just so a suggestion. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. But what I'm excited about this year is where we're putting the garden and um, it will be easy to water. And I actually saw some garden hacks online about like watering your garden. We, we like, like, well, now that it's so close stuff. to the, now that it's so close to the house, I could, I could probably just go get one of those timer assemblies and just timer it twice a day, automatic water it. Like, um, like an irrigation system? Yeah. Well, I mean, just off the faucet in the back of the house. So I saw this thing you could, like, make with a water bottle. You can turn a water bottle. Here, I have a water bottle right here. You, like, put holes in the lid. Okay. And then cut off the bottom. 
and just plant it in the soil and keep it filled. And it it's a natural, you, it's, it's like literally, this is a Deer Park water bottle. You, you can make an irrigation system out of that. So you don't, what are you looking at? You, get closer to your mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so I was looking at all these gardening hacks and how to label your stuff and how to, um, how to plant and how to, like, I, I wasn't going to do any of it, but I thought it was interesting. That's the problem. Like, you see all these great tips. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is great. I'm going to save it. This is going to be awesome. And oh, yeah. don't do any of it. Oh, yeah. You should, see, don't my, do any of it. You should see my Pinterest. It's, it's a disaster. Right, your favorites. All my stuff that does, right. uh, doesn't ever come to be. Well, here's the other thing that I, I'm, I'm very guilty of. And I was talking to somebody who is a very, very good green thumb. And I think she has raised beds. And I don't quite remember how they work. But that's a, a good idea for our area. But um, raised beds. So, anyway... Oh, what, where, did you lose your thought? thought? You just stopped talking. I did. Oh, I know what I did. What I do wrong. I I plant too much for the area that I have. Yes, you do. You overplant. You're an overplanter. Well, it's just you get them and they're so small. And you're like, oh, I gave them lots of space. They're nice and spaced. And then a month and a half later. After you feed them and fertilize and feed them. feed me, Seymour. <laughs> they're big. They're big. They yeah. get so big. That's the thing. You don't anticipate how big they're going to get. And then and, – and weeds fill in too. That was the other thing last year. I remember being out in the garden like just pulling weeds constantly because there was – the soil, I guess, just produced a lot of weeds. Yeah. And we have, you know, a lot of, you know – brushy woodsy areas adjacent and you know there's weeds there and those and they just kind of like proliferate so let's talk about this really quick because i'm gonna i've got a i've got a a plan here um the four things you need to do if you want to have the prettiest garden on the street which you will you're gonna need to do what you need to till the soil. Yeah, right? you have good soil. You're going to have to... It has to be good drainage. Your soil has to drain. Have good drainage. Um, so that's important. You need to pull out the weeds, right? Yeah, you got to keep the weeds free because what the weeds are doing is they're stealing nutrients from your from your vegetables. You got to plant good seeds, right? I, I mean, buy starters if you don't make your own starters. You could... Yeah, you can make your own starters, which is the thing I think we take for granted a lot. Like, I, I could just use the cucumber seeds from the cucumbers that I have in my fridge if I wanted to, you know? You can germinate them from there. You wrap them in. I saw. I saw this thing. You wrap them in um, in a paper towel and you put cinnamon on it. Cinnamon helps to keep away mold when when seeds are germinating. Fascinating. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So then you're gonna you're gonna plant good seeds, right? You're going to fertilize. Yep. And yep. you're gonna get make sure it's got sunlight. We want our the place we're planting is in a nice sunny area. And then the last thing is what. You said water it, did you? No, that was the last thing. Water it. Water it. We need to water it. And so those are five important steps, maybe five, maybe six, I maybe four. I you started four. with four, and you ended with five? Uh, maybe I ended with six, actually. I did. It was just a suggestion. And so <laughs> I'm going to transition really quick into um, our gut and how our gut is a garden, too, and how in order to have a nice, healthy gut garden, we need those things also. So you've got to, you've got to. Uh, pull the weeds out. And by doing that, taking those supplements that we talked about last week, was that last week? Two weeks ago. No, was last, it week. last week. Last week. Um, we have that three-step process that weeds, seeds, and fertilizes and protects your gut as well. And so 
I had to throw that in there because that is my jam. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, please go back and listen to episode 21, What's Up? No, I think it was two weeks ago. Was it episode 20? It was. I can't remember. Oh, I'm going to look it up. What episode are you looking for? What's up? You're looking for episode What's Up? Yeah. What sup? I said it was what, last week. As in what supplement? I it was, it was two week. weeks ago. Um, but folks, go back and listen to that episode if you missed it. And oh, two weeks ago. If you'd like some more information on how to weed, seed, fertilize, protect. Episode 20. Episode 20. Um, shoot us a message or you can visit our website at 99% healthy. That's two nines, the words percenthealthy.com. You can click on tell Michelle and ask us questions, or there is a little blurb there about gut health that I would be happy to provide you with some information. Look, our cat is coming into the closet. Yeah. Holly's like, what are you guys doing? Hey there. Is a party in here? Do you want to be a guest on the 99% Healthy podcast? Look, she's like trying to come in. Come on, Holly. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, she's like, I don't know what's going on. Guys, this cat, she, here she comes. Oh, she comes in. There's Holly cat. You can't see her, but I'll put a picture on Insta. She is the best cat, and she's Bobby's cat. Hello there. Hello. There we go, our first guest. <laughs> she's our first our, our first guest. Our first podcast guest. A little short on words today. Yeah. But but that's nice. She has no idea what's going on. Nope. It must be getting close to bedtime. Maybe that's why she's in here. She's looking she's for like, you. She's like, what are you doing up here? Like, what are you guys doing? And she just saw herself in the mirror, too. She just freaked out a little bit. Oh. Oh. So what else you got, Bobby? What you got going on this week? When are we opening the pool? Oh, I told you. You need like at least a week of 80 degree days on that calendar. There, That's not happening. It's a May thing. I'm telling you. You're May rushing. is like next week. So you're rushing the season. And we were having this comment also today on the golf course because the trees are just starting to get, some trees are getting buds. Some trees are popping out with some small green leaves. But, and there's a lot of trees that are just very barren right now. And so are we rushing the season? Are we rushing this transition? I do it's feel not even like May yet. You're right. I do feel are like we rushing. We are ready. Well, we we're ready for it. It's been a long winter and so we are rushing it cuz I do notice the trees are getting a little bit more lush every day. There are some trees that I'm like, "Oh my gosh, is that tree dead?" because it hasn't started blooming or budding yet. And and it hasn't. It just hasn't come into its season yet. So, um it's it's happening, but it's hap- it just seems like it's happening slow. But you did make a good point the other day when I was so 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 impatient. You said um that we have to wait for the pollen to fall because guys where we live, the pollen is like we live in like the pollen capital of the country it's awful here allergies are so bad here and so he's right we have to wait till the pollen falls because um, otherwise if i put everything out i put my deck furniture out and everything everything turns yellow and it's really gross but it is very tempting to want to put it out because um because it's just it's been nice out yeah you know how you know you have to get that that late late spring early summer rain where after, like it's been like the pollen's been falling for several days and all of a sudden every puddle is got this like layer of green pollen. Oh, it's so gross. From, from the pollen runoff. Yeah, it's gross. And the other thing yeah. I said I, the other day, I was it was a little windy out and I was looking out the window and I, I think I might have even shouted to you. It's a good thing we didn't open the pool because we have, guys, we have these trees that line our street. They're called Bradford pear trees. Oh, yes. Um, and these, they're beautiful, beautiful when they bloom. They they have these beautiful white 
flowery petals on them and they're beautiful. And, and hated and used and, everywhere. And they are used everywhere because they're cheap. Builders use them because they're cheap. They grow fast. They grow fast. They are beautiful, but they smell awful. Like I was out get, getting the mail the other day and I was like, what is that smell? It smelled like sewage. And they can smell them, but they really don't, I don't like, they don't smell that oh, bad Oh, but if me. the wind blows, uh, so, so anyway, the wind was blowing that day. Oh yeah. All the little white flowers. All the little white flowers. And it looked like it was snowing in our street because of all these flowers that were falling off of the tree. And I was like, thank goodness we didn't open the pool because I would have had all these little petals floating around in my pool. So it was, I have to mark that down and remember that because those Bradford pears, guys, if you're, if you, if you have never experienced a Bradford pear tree, ugh, they are, they really are so beautiful. They're not very, um, they're very delicate because they, when the wind blows, they break because they're, they're not. I heard you talking about it the other day to somebody. They get tall. Well, they they outgrow their strength. Yeah. So what happens is they get so big that they're not able to sustain sustain their size, and when storms come, they're notorious for um, just getting knocked over during storms. And that happened last year with our neighbor, remember? She had one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she had one. She had, the top of hers came off and then she had one that just came down completely because they just, they just split. But they really are beautiful even though they smell, but they, they, it looks like it's snowing. It really looks like it's snowing when the wind blows. So a couple more weeks and those will be done and they'll just be green. And then once the pollen falls, maybe we should do it. Start doing like an over under on on the date that the pool's going to open. Because I was dead set on April first. I was opening that pool April first. Guess that's not happening. What was the weather and temperature on April first? <laughs> it was like thirty degrees and cold and windy. So it's a good thing it didn't happen. And you weren't even here on April first. I know. That's why I'm like reminding you of what the temp- what the weather weather was. Well, it was, it was nice awful. where you were. Yeah, I was golfing in South Carolina. Yeah, and I'm going to be away in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be away in a couple of weeks. Maybe you'll open it while I'm gone. Maybe. Uh, Mother's Day. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I don't know. Guys, if you would like to see the progress of our garden project, which I think we're going to time lapse and maybe turn it into a thing because that's the only way it's going to get done, um, please let us know. Send us your feedback. If you have any gardening hacks or suggestions, I would love to hear them. Come to 99percenthealthy.com and click on that Tell Michelle tab so that we can hear from you. We would love to have your feedback. It is the season. It is, it's, it's gardening time. So I'm I'm excited to um, to grow a garden. Maybe I'll actually eat something from it this year. And if you would like to give us a, I'm I'm jumping in for you, Bobby. You look like you were zoning out there for a second. I wasn't sure where you were going. <laughs> if you would like to give now? us a, a a five star rating wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated to help us grow. And so that we can keep coming back to you. And we're still looking for your voice messages. So Bobby hit us is up still on, looking for these voice messages. I want them. They're Let me so ask cool. you a question. Because I listen to a podcast. It's about auto racing. And after the race, all these race fans call up with the most hilarious things to comment about stupid things that happened at, at, at the race. And it's, it's, just, it's just great. It, well, maybe people. So, are you saying? You I mean, want, they have millions of listeners, so we don't we, have, we have millions. To get there yet. We, we're we're getting there. But they have some great. Have some so great you calls. just want you want some voice messages to come in. So tell tell them where they go. Oh yes, anchor.fm slash ninety nine percent healthy. Anchor.fm slash ninety nine percent healthy. And so, I've been there. I told you I've been there. It's very easy to leave a message. It literally you just click on the little microphone and you and you record it. But then where does it go? Will it be sent to my email? 
logistics that listeners don't need to care about. No, but I'm just saying, how do we know if they sent it? What if they sent? What if somebody sent something and I don't even know it because I wouldn't know where to look for it? I'm pretty sure I've gotten a message in the app. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah, the very logical answer. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure it wasn't like like hanging out somewhere. You know, because for a couple of days, once when we first started this, I wasn't checking my email um, when we first established the email address. And then I got a um, I got a text message from a friend who uh, a personal friend. And she was like, I signed up for your newsletter. Did you get my did you did you get it? Did you did I miss a newsletter? And I was like, whoa, like I just started this thing. It's it's all good. So now I know I have to check 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 in, make sure that I'm. Keep making sure everybody's on the the newsletter and the, the mailing list and all the things. So I'm excited about our garden. And are you excited about our garden? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm okay. getting there. Wow. Okay. And don't forget, if you want more information on your gut garden and how to make that healthy, I can help you with that too. All right, guys. Have a fabulous week. Stay warm. Stay healthy. Stay tuned. What? I'm waiting for you. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast.